Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Kevin. And I'm John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of, he got through, he Arnold. got through. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies, and we're breaking them all the way down. John, welcome. Kevin, thanks for having me. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad to thanks be here. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for bringing the high proof bourbons. Oh, yeah, we're going to try to, we, we, we made it through that one. Oh. We've moved on to something else. I'm still working on it, but yeah, oh. it's good. Um, we're talking about Jingle All the Way, Arnold's hey. one and only Christmas movie, I think. Yeah. 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 I one think is so. enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you, totally. when you, do it perfect the first time. You don't have to do yeah, it again. Absolutely. And this is a Flawless. masterpiece. Flawless. My mince words. It's the crown. It's, it's perfect. It's the feather in Arnold's cap. Yeah. <laughs> he he should have he just stopped right here. Remember those uh, when they would have like fake Arnold on uh, Conan all the time? You know, that's Arnold with the little mouth cut out. Yes. And he's always talking about Jingle All the Way available on DVD now. <laughs> um, but the movie's not as bad as advertised. No. It's got the good laughs. He got through. Yeah, Sinbad was having a career surge at the time. They went and got the the like the hottest uh, comic at the time. Um, I don't know Rita Wilson. She Tom Hanks' wife. They didn't give so her a like, ton to do. Yeah, yeah. It's nestled safely under our tree. Phil Hartman was fucking diabolically amazing <laughs> in this in peace, role. Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to catch us up. We got uh, our main character's name is Howard. That's a Schwarzenegger. He's like sort of this generally shitty kind of dad. Yeah. Um, he's absentee been a, father. Absentee father, not a great husband. He's neglected to get his son the Turbo Man doll that he's just absolutely dying to have for Christmas. So he's made a promise to his son he's going to get him this Turbo Man doll. So he's out shopping on Christmas Eve. Trying to find Turbo Man. He's on Christmas Eve. Yeah, the most popular toy in the world. He's run into a. He's run afoul of Sinbad's character Myron, <laughs> another dad who's out there looking for the Turbo Man doll. They're basically all over Minneapolis hunting for this Turbo Man. Um, Arnold has just what they were at the Mall of America. He's being beaten back by moms calling him yeah, a pervert. He he was chasing after this kid for, for he left a toy store. They they were giving out numbers and he left the toy store after for a single number instead of getting a new number. Yeah, so he chased this kid through Legoland, through like the playground. Moms were beating on him because they thought he was trying to molest their kid or whatever. He jumped on a multi-thousand dollar piano. Yeah, now he's wandered it. off. He's like, I'm not a pervert. I just want the Turbo Man doll. Totally a perv. Uh, and that's where that's we're it. at. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the whole... Do you guys Do you guys get it? Do you have it? Oh, okay. So, as Howard walks away from the crowd of moms who've 
loudly and vocally accused him of being a prevert. <laughs> the mall Santa, played by Jim Belushi, pisses. He goes pss <laughs> and asks, "Hey." Do you need a Turbo Man doll for Christmas? Howard's like, forget it. I'm not going to sit on your lap. And Jim Belushi says, hey, Chief, it's not my bag. Get it? <laughs> yeah, we get it. Get it? You're not How a are... pedophile. It's or a you're weird... a, yeah, where it's, a, it's an anti-gay joke, I guess. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's weird. But it's a little Red Heat reunion with yeah, Belushi exactly. and Schwarzenegger. Again, another example of Schwarzenegger loving to go back of the well of people that he knows and loves to work I with. I feel like he can call anyone, hey, you want to come and, and do some cameo work in this and other movie? They're like, oh, shit. Yes. Arnold? Yes. I love you, buddy. It's instant bank. You know people are going to be there. So Howard rolls his eyes at the terrible Santa joke. Santa says with an attitude like that maybe he shouldn't do Howard this solid. He's like, well, all right, fine. Maybe I shouldn't. You're like, (laughs) what? what?" And then then he calls his elf Tony over to show Howard something. (laughs) Tony, who has this hilarious New York accent produces a Polaroid of himself <laughs> holding a Turbo Man and the day's newspaper it's with the amazing. Day. It's like some proof of life shit. Yeah. It, Tony played by Danny Woodburn, who is Kramer's actor buddy Mickey mm-hmm. in many episodes of Seinfeld. Fucking. Who's awesome. He's, he's a funny fantastic. dude. Shit's hilarious. <laughs> I feel like this is almost like the origin to like bad Santa. Like these yeah, two, you know? Definitely. Probably. Um, so Howard asks, you know, how can I be sure that you're on the up and up? Santa is like, never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> and they momentarily get back to their mall gig. Howard says that they're, you know, like, hey, we're all businessmen and can we work something out? So Santa pulls Howard in and tells him that if you've got the money, I've got the doll. Howard asks how much, but the, right at that moment, a mall cop walks by. So Santa wishes the mall cop a boisterous Merry Christmas. Tony waves like a good elf. And when the guy walks away, everyone immediately drops the act. I love Tony's face when they drop the act. Like, <laughs> like good acting chops on that guy. And then with the cop gone, Santa pulls Howard in again and says, you know, Santa never delivers a toy in broad daylight. Right. Howard replies, well, you're not the real Santa. Santa shoots back, really? And you're not a guy who, who's who got enough foresight to get his kid a Turbo Man before Christmas Eve, are you? Damn. So, you, like, you, like, cut him down to size. Yeah. Completely. Accurately. Drop, like, dropping truth bombs. Yeah. On so Howard's, like, begrudgingly, he's like, all right, we'll go along with this sketchy elf and Santa. <laughs> Take a sip. <laughs> nice loud So we, we, we cut to... Howard driving Santa and Elf to an undisclosed location. Which was odd. Right. Like, they don't have a, their own vehicle, uh, their conveyance. Maybe not. It, I don't know. It's probably more sketchy for them to drive him. I get the impression Santa's hella drunk. Yeah, probably. Uh, Howard's complaining that he's got to get the doll and Wait, get to the parade. Santa's singing that yeah. song. The little boy that Santa Claus forgot. Is that a real song? I don't know. I hope it is. The little boy that Santa Claus forgot. It's very funny. It's very funny. Um, So, yeah, like Howard's complaining. He's like, how am I supposed to get this and then get back to where I need to be? Santa's like singing this song, this dark song loudly. (laughs) They pull up to a shady looking industrial building where a guard at the gate who's also dressed as Santa 
has a snarling German shepherd wearing reindeer antlers. That visual killed me. Like he snarled like a Nazi dog or like it's a you know so like funny. Jim Crow era yeah. like snarling German <laughs> shepherd with reindeer antlers on. Yeah, so they, Wait, they I looked I found this place, the location on Google Maps. Yeah. I'm like, where is this? It was some sort of like weird granary, you know, it seemed like on the thing. But uh, it's um it's this little island in the middle of the Mississippi River called the Nicolette Island. Which the buildings are still there, but now it's like an event space where people get married and stuff on this location. That's very interesting. But I'm just like, that this place is such has a to cool be flood loca- prone. Such a cool location. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, it's very, it's, yeah, it's interesting. So <laughs> I love as they enter the facility and I, I was like, so what happens next? Jim Belushi's like, what are you? Dan Rather? What is this? 60 minutes? What are you? The question king, <laughs> chill. I love that. You know that he was like improvising. Yeah, just, they just told him just that shit cracked me <laughs> up. I was dying. I love Jim Belushi. Uh, you're I, a fan. I love him. Yes. The him strategy and, just seemed to be cast funny people and like just let tell him to cut loose and like just riff. But the fact the fact that he just went question to question without an answer. <laughs> like um, I also loved him in the newest like uh, Twin Peaks series. Uh-huh. I. He was amazing. So, <laughs> where he's like, okay, keep your hands where I can see them. Yeah. Like, I feel like everything he was saying was off script. Yeah. So, yeah, they part. Santa delivers the secret knock on the door to the rhythm of another Santa opens the peephole and asks for the password, which is Jingle Bells Batman Smells. Howard rolls his eyes, which should have been. He should have said it out loud. That would have been amazing for the rhythm. But anyway, uh, there are Santas inside, elves, Mrs. Clauses everywhere, counting money, smoking, drinking, looking at porno, that and moving shit was around. Crazy. Yeah, look. It looks like a Shredder's lair in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I was baffled. They're all like working in, but they're in costumes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's. I guess it's plausible deniability. It was but anyway, fr- they're also moving around what is uh, undoubtedly. Stolen merchandise. Well, I couldn't tell what was supposed to be happening. Yeah, in I think there. that they're. I think that they've stolen stuff, but then, but I it think wasn't that maybe like, they're they're actually donating it. It but, didn't seem like everything seemed above board to me. I'm like, they're not like making fake toys or anything. They were just like, but there was yeah, there was like weird. It was like the hooks in Cobra. They were conveying around these gigantic teddy bears. Yeah, but I don't and know. It's stuffing like, do we, stockings. do we need to be able to show that we've moved this many units to collect the money that we're supposed to collect? So that's the vibe that I got, was that it was like equal parts above and below board. Okay. The song that was in there was Bumpin'. It was this song, <laughs> Backdoor Santa, by Clarence Carter. But you may recognize it was, it. it was sampled by in the Run DMC uh, yes. Christmas and Hollis song. Yes. Yeah. Backdoor Santa. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so there's this assembly line packaging toys. Santa sends Tony the Elf to get the Turbo Man, the previously agreed to Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. <laughs> Howard tells Santa that this operation seems to be, quote, not quite kosher, to which Santa replies, hey, we're doing it for the kids. It was a weird line reading, the right. like kosher line. I couldn't tell what he's implying. For every, I, well, I mean, like to not not above board. And then Santa's like, for every kid who ever sat down on Chris <laughs> on Santa's lap, for every little girl who left cookies and milk for Santa on Christmas night, Christmas night, 
Is Chris- that when you leave the cookies and the milk on Christmas yeah. night? Christmas, Christmas night. Eve. Yeah, it is Christmas Eve. You're they right. They fucked it up, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like you're right. Uh, for every little boy who opens a present on Christmas morning and finds clothes, <laughs> clothes instead that of was toys. A good reading. Jacob Jacob Arnold was a master at shaking a box and being like, "I whatever this present sucks." <laughs> yeah, young Jacob. It's like, fuck, fuck this thing. So it's like, so Tony returns with a wrapped package. Santa says it'll be three hundred dollars. Dollars? No, Christmas kisses. Yes, dollars. <laughs> 300, that seems pretty reasonable at this stage. Yeah. Christmas Eve, Hours 1996. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Whatever it takes. You own your own business? Take it out of your paycheck. It's not illegal to buy a thing and sell it at a profit. No, no. So Howard forks over the money in disgust, then starts to rip open the package. But Santa's like, whoa, 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 don't do that here. Then the Turbo Man, which he shakes, is like, Starts ablying Espanol. Me amo Turbo Man or some shit. Yeah. Santa says, oh, it's multilingual and it's going to be fun and educational. But Howard's like, he opens the box and immediately the toy like disintegrates. Howard, take the toy and run. You you get home, you tell your wife, I don't know, I never pressed the button or whatever. It was speaking English. Absolutely. Uh, there, there's a switch. It must, a, fl- a switch must have flipped. It was speaking English earlier. I don't know. You're like you're golden. Your ass is covered as long as you just have a toy. Yeah, to just give to kid. say. And then she's like, "We can't present him this. Let's we we you say did your part. We you, say we've gotten good word from Santa that your toy is on the way. And that's all yeah. you have to say. As long as that's if you're Howard, as long as you bring home a Turbo Man, you can at least defend yourself. I've been a kid. All you have to say is, it's on the way. <laughs> yes, that's all you have to say." So we get a long, slow Arnold glare at the camera. Howard shoves the broken toy at Tony, then demands his money back. But Santa says, hey, man, all sales are final. Howard calls the Santas and company a bunch of sleazy con men, degenerates, low lives, criminals, etc., which, that was weird. Yeah. That was weird to do when you're outnumbered a hundred to yeah, one. To which to which Jim Belushi's like, hey man, that's a bridge too far. There's a collective <laughs> gasp among the Santas. Then Belushi Santa says, Hey, I'm gonna pick a fight. But Howard says, I'm not gonna hit a Santa Claus. So Santa calls him chicken. Humiliate tries to me like thought, Marty McFly him in I front like of it, the, I feel like it was the origin of the Arrested Development, like the chicken yes, dance. I, I did. Like, I thought the same thing. So like trying to humiliate him from in front of the other Santa tries to humiliate him in front of all the other Santas. Hold on. John is so drunk. She's so drunk. Tries to humiliate him in front of all of the other Santas. Mm -hmm. Then Howard grabs Santa, (laughs) punches him into next week in what is a a feat of strength. That was an amazing... I don't know how they did that. He did like a fucking headstand. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. I thought the same thing. They did a front flip or something. And they ran it backwards? So they got the thing where Jim Belushi's body tumbled forward. And before falling down, (laughs) he's like, 
Get him. Get him. So another Santa literally flips out into action with candy cane nunchucks. <laughs> Howard grabs a huge candy cane pole, tells the dude to shut up his Bruce Lee cries, it, and like decks him with it. It was kind of like the uh, uh, the Michael Keaton Batman when the dude yeah. just stepped out with the nunchucks and he just laid him out one punch or whatever. Yeah. Much like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Where yeah, dude yeah, yeah. like jump out with a thing. Yeah. He just like fucking beats his ass to death with yeah. that. Yeah. So then then other dudes start to attack, but then Howard starts to like fend him. Uh, the more that he starts to like protect himself, he starts to get into it. <laughs> yes. And then he's like enjoying it more. He should have just run out of there, right? Yeah. But just then we hear loud dinosaur footsteps and a look of concern <laughs> passes over Howard's face. A slow pan up shows a giant Santa who disrobes, snaps his suspenders and says, I'm going to deck your halls, bub, which that's a big um, Wolverine line. Bub. Bub. Bub is yeah. a big Wolverine thing. Deck your halls, bub. I'm going to deck. Great line so, reading from Paul White. Yeah, aka the giant. The yeah, AKA the giant. The big show. Yeah, the big show from WWE wrestling fame. How weird was it when a wrestler would like change outfits and then just all of a sudden they had a different name, like with no explanation? Like, oh my god, it's the big show! And it's like no one's ever called him that before. Jr. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh, it's Psycho Sid. No, it's Sid think vicious, that- right? Like, yeah, it's not. What, huh? Oh, you think so? You think that they were they were like hinging on like if Jr. called them something. It's the big show. What? No. Huh. Uh, uh, ever, well, now it is. He's only ever okay. been the giant. Now, now we now we continue whatever you just said. It's the big boss man. That's kind of awesome, though. Big Van Vader. All these. Dudes. Well, man, they should have met with Jr. Bef- like ahead of time. <laughs> Don't do it. Dear God. Dear God, don't do it. He's killed him. Oh, his whole family's dead. What's this movie about? Remember the fucking Disco Inferno? Yes. What a weird character. It's so strange. Here's the Disco Inferno. He's not going to lose. He's not going to lose a match to fucking Scott Steiner or somebody. But he's so funny. He's very funny. He's the Disco Inferno. That's so Mick Foley, right? (laughs) No, I don't know who the Disco Inferno was. Mick Foley was like Cactus Jack slash. But he was Dude he was Love several slash, he was several people slash. Um, Holy shit! Hold on, mankind. Right now, there are literally dozens and dozens of that's, mankind fans. That's the <laughs> Disco Disco Inferno. I don't know who he was. He was some Italian fuck, some uh, fake John Travolta, like Saturday Night Fever type shit. Holy shit. Is he dead? No. It was, uh, I think it was Terry Funk. The Disco Inferno was a nobody. He was a nobody. He had a big hawk sort of nose, like a big Roman nose. Glenn Gilberti, American pro wrestler known for appearances as Disco Inferno. (laughs) Six-year tenure on WCW. Absolutely. One-time cruiserweight two-time television champ. He held belts? One-time tag team champ. I I remember Disco Inferno. The Disco Inferno. But I need to see him is the thing. 
Oh, I remember. I remember just going. Oh shit! Get loose. I remember. All right. He had a pompadour sort of. He looked. He was a John Travolta knockoff sort of like Saturday Night Fever thing. Not important. Oh, we've been rolling this whole time. That's okay. We chop it all out. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Where it's the we, Big Show. Where are we even in the thing? Uh, Big Show showed up. I want to pick your all, bub. Okay. All right. Picking it up right here. Okay. Giant Santa motions Howard to like, hey, come on. Howard takes a swing with his candy cane, but it shatters against the flesh of Giant Santa. <laughs> Giant Santa grabs Howard, uppercuts him across the warehouse, where Tiny Santa, then and that's that's Vern Troyer, yeah, a mini me from uh, Austin Powers. Last scene, looking at the porno mag earlier. <laughs> Why he's dressed as a Santa, not an elf? Though. Right. I love it. Bizarre. I love it. I love it. I love, yeah. Well, Santa is a jolly old elf, if we believe the poem. Facts. So, anyway, Vern jumps him, starts attacking. Giant Santa stands Howard up while Tiny Santa's, like, sitting on his shoulder. Uh-huh. He goes to punch Howard, but Howard ducks just in time so that the punch hits Vern, <laughs> Tiny Santa, sending him flying across the warehouse. You can't not laugh at that. Yeah, Giant Santa's distraught that he hurt his, my little buddy. Little buddy. (laughs) So Howard sucker punches him while he's distracted. Then Tony, the elf, Uh the other little person elf, whips out a stun gun, zaps Howard. Like on his asshole, it seemed like, or his taint. Which gives other multitudinous Santas an opening (laughs) To grab Howard. So many Santas in this scene. So main Santa yells out, and that's Jim Belushi, yeah. dog pile! And they do just that. I feel like 99% sure that's an Easter egg of sorts, because that delivery, the angle. Well, it was supposed to be it was like from, food fight. Yeah, exa- that's exactly what I it thought. It was the John Belushi it's animal be, house. It's supposed to be a callback. That's exactly you, what I okay. thought. Yeah. Big time. As soon as I saw it, I was like, "That that's a callback. So, yeah. Glad sure. that you saw that thing. Um, just then, though, <laughs> the police break through. It's a raid. Which all... Uh, it's the Grinch, they call that's the police. A, yeah, yeah. So, Santas, elves scatter everywhere as the police round up whoever they can. A woozy and disheveled Howard tries to get his bearings. A detective demands to know who he is. Howard grabs a toy badge out of a bin of cop toys and pretends to be undercover. He it was berates, a pretty realistic. Yeah, it's a very toy badge. yeah. It was the Herschel Walker <laughs> level yes, toy badge. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, he berates the detective, telling him like, "This is the sloppiest rave I have ever seen." Howard says he's been working on this case for three years, and they come in bursting in like terrorists at a tea party, which is interesting. Weird weird line. Yeah. He says that the commission is going to hit the roof when he hears about this disaster and orders all of the cops to get back to work. They hop to 
without question. Howard waltzes out while cops pile Santas and elves into police caravans. We cut to a shot of Howard driving over a bridge and back into the city. But wouldn't you know it, the car runs out of gas. Come on, Howard. He goes full John Matrix and (laughs) single-handedly pushes the car the rest of the way across the bridge and into the parking lot or out in front of a, a nearby diner. Meanwhile, back in the neighborhood, Ted is entertaining all the neighborhood with uh, all the moms uh, while his <laughs> kids and other kids pet the reindeer. We He's telling some mom, like, we should get together and swap recipes. Yeah, oh, it's so skeezy. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you should just tell people, like, we should swap recipes. Um, anyway, Ted's son, Johnny, tells all the other kids that he's named the reindeer Ted after, my after dad. his dad. So Jamie says that Johnny's dad is so cool and that he wishes that his dad could be so cool. So Johnny also says that Ted... <laughs> this is grim. It gets dark. So Johnny, Ted's son, says that Ted never used to be like this until after the divorce of yeah. his parents. And that, like, suggests that maybe Jamie's parents should get divorced as <laughs> it well. Did, it did wonders for my dad. Yeah. It's so, it's so fucking depressing. Well, I don't know. Yeah. But Jamie gets upset. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Jamie's like, uh, runs back to his house. Liz calls after him, but he ignores her. As he enters the house, as luck would have it, the phone rings and it's, hey, it's his dad. Jamie's pumped. He's like, I knew I would hear from you. Howard's like, can I speak to your mom? Jamie says, you can't speak to my mom because she's next door petting Ted. Yeah, Ted, he the, means the, the reindeer. reindeer. But Howard's like, oh, petting Ted, the neighbor. Uh, then Jamie's like, are you going to be home soon? Because the parade's going to start. Jamie keeps reminding him that you promised you were going to be home and that a person should always keep their promises. Like what Turbo Man says. Always keep your promises if you want to keep your friends. Right. So Howard is like, fuck this bullshit. Enough. <laughs> Enough Turbo Man bullshit. Ra- yeah, like raising his voice and saying, put your mother on the phone. I'm sick of this shit. Jamie is like, Ugh, and start to cry. That's right. Over the phone, Howard's like, um, Howard's, sorry. I'm was, sorry. I apologize. It's weird Howard hasn't done a whole lot in this whole movie to win us over. No. Like, he's on a quest to buy his son's love, and he's been acting like a dick yeah. from the get go. Yep. And even this situation's like, I'm not good at this. So he tries to apologize, fails. Jamie cuts him off and says, what would you know about keeping your promises? You never keep your promises. You never do anything you say you're going to do, ever. It was more ja- like decent acting from young Jake Lloyd. I like Decent. This scene was okay. Yeah, it's like, deliver this line of lines, and then that'll be it. Pretend like you're not reading from a cue card. So Jamie slams the phone down, storms off. Which would be bad enough, but unfortunately, to make shit worse, Liz has seen all of this. Mm-hmm. Howard hangs up the phone, and we we should say that she's like, "Damn you, Howard!" Yeah. So Howard hangs up the phone, and we see that he was calling from a payphone at the diner. 
as he walks shell-shocked away from the payphone, he motions to the cook <laughs> well, for... Hold on, hold on. Like, I gotta say, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I wonder, like, we've seen nothing to indicate that Liz works. Right. Like, she has a job. Right. So, maybe she does. I don't know. They certainly haven't, like, led us to believe she works. But if... If, big if, she doesn't work, she really should have taken care of the Turbo Man herself. Yeah. Like, what else the well, fuck there, are well, you Well, there doing? should have been a conversation. There should have been a I conversation. I mean, I guess she told him to get it, but it's like, I work, you don't. Yeah. Like, go out and get a Turbo and Man. Get it. What else the fuck are you doing? Unless, baking cookies. Unless she mentioned it and he was like, oh, I got, I have to do it because... Yeah. Of we a, haven't seen it. I don't want to, uh, like, I don't want to sound like an, an ass. East, an East German inferiority complex where I like I want to count out to my I don't know and maybe know. she does work like they haven't said she doesn't work they yeah, we right. just haven't seen it she has housewife vibes I guess right anyway I'm just saying like I don't know why it's fully on him right who's like got them living in the little McMansion no, I, I selling agree. the mattresses Mattress king of the Midwest. Making that money. <laughs> John Ravio making money selling mattress. <laughs> so as he walks shell-shocked away from the payphone, he motions to the cook of the diner to get him a cup of coffee. Guy comes over. Good with, man. And, Good and pour, diner yeah, like service I, I there. I got that. you covered. But as Howard goes to take a sip, someone says, cheers. He turns and is shocked to see it's motherfucking Myron also in the diner. Howard's not happy to see him, of course, but they quickly agree to terms in a truce. Myron joins him at the counter. They lament that neither has been able to find a turboman. <laughs> they lament that neither has been able to find a turboman. Then yeah. Myron produces a pint of bourbon from his pocket. And I'm like, yeah, let's I just knew. like pour it out. I knew I liked Myron. Yeah, I'm like, just get it out. Old like, homestead. Yeah, he's like, he's offering, and Howard's like, uh, yeah, fine, fuck it. Um, Howard ruminates aloud, saying that not being able to find a turboman doesn't make him a bad father, but yelling at his son for no good reason, that makes him kind of shitty. A little, yeah, accurate. Myron says, Christmas is the one time of year that dads like us have a chance to prove ourselves to our kids and we fuck it up and we've screwed it up yeah man so then howard reminisces about a time he's like man one time i built a clubhouse for jamie and he was down he loved it this is bad bad ass and now it's like look, look at, me, at now. me now it's like it's like arnold the, yeah. our guy was giving decent performance yeah. in this he was, scene he was giving chops yeah so then myron says well your kid's going to need some therapy. <laughs> but in the meantime, oh, Howard's like, I don't like that. Let's, it's like, let's just drink right out of this bottle. Well, so I'm not a big like coffee guy, but is, have you had whiskey and coffee before? Yeah, you can How still taste the whiskey. How is it though? Is it good or is it just yeah. like, is it just a means to get alcohol in your system or is it actually tasty? Both. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Both. Coffee drink with whiskey in it is outstanding. It works. Okay. I wasn't sure how the flavors combined. Yeah. I mean, if you're into sweetener, number one, if you're just a a coffee guy with booze in it, 
you're still maybe going to want a sweetener. It's fine without, but yeah, yeah you yeah. just want to get drunk. But for the most part, if it's whatever, put some booze, put a sweetener so that it tastes a little better. But in oh, this yes. instance, it's like, <laughs> let's get let's get ripped. It is afternoon after all. It's not like whatever. Yeah. It's not too scandalous. Exactly. So Myron then shares a story about how his dad let him down one Christmas and he never got over it. Myron says the he, toy he described the, like the Johnny seven OMA gun was apparently a real toy. In I the didn't 60s. realize that. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that sounds totally made up, but apparently it was a real toy in the sixties. Anyway, just thought I'd say that. Yeah. That's yeah. So like a, like a red, red rifle thing. I don't know from what it was. It was Crystal like the one, it was the, the Johnny seven, one man army gun. It could do seven different things. Yeah. So Myron says, because I never got the thing, I've become a complete loser. I'm a loser. So Howard's my like, neighbor got the thing and he became a billionaire. A billionaire. Yeah. He, yeah. He cites his billionaire neighbor. You do. He was so down on himself. He's like, and me, I'm just a loser with no yeah. future. And Howard Fuck, looks that's at grim. Howard looks at him thing. And then like imagines his son saying the same thing as like, Oh, fuck no. Here's to you, dad. He says and takes a big, like, young Jake Lloyd drinking from that old homestead bourbon bottle. I bomb. love that. That was a fucking great yeah. visual. Yeah. So Howard snaps out of the nightmare desperately, says he can't let all of this happen, and that he has to get away to get his hands on a Turbo Man doll. So at that very moment, the <laughs> yes. DJ, a it DJ. The, it was the Davis. Ex Machina time. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, I have to go. So well, at that looking moment, for a Turbo Man? Yeah. Hey, a, a DJ man on the radio. A DJ man. A DJ on the radio says, DJ hey, man. man, a DJ man says, we've got a Turbo Man. We're going to be giving away to the first person who can call in and correctly identify all eight of Santa's reindeer. Could so, you do that? Definitely. Okay. Asher, Dancer, Maybe. Prancer, Vix, Comicube, Donner, Donder. I have to think of the Donder. song. Is it Donder or Donner? Donder. Okay. I think of the song, like, you know, Dash or Yeah, Dancer exactly. And I'm sure that's what Arnold was as too. So Howard and Myron immediately jump up, race to the payphone. Howard gets in first, slams the door on Myron's arm. Myron manages to pull the door open, but Howard clubs him over the head with the payphone. Howard dials the number, tries to remember all the eight reindeer names while still struggling with Myron. The call gets through to the DJ, and Howard says, I've got the Anza. But Myron says, no, you don't, and clubs him over the head, like like pulls the, the cord out. It, yeah. yeah. Last maniacally, like still holding the thing. <laughs> Howard pounces on Myron, starts to strangle him with, uh, like on top of this table, but then... The diner cook, God love this like level-headed guy, like gets their attention. It's like the radio station is just a couple blocks away, so they look stupefied at him, then at each other, and then race out. Yeah, man, the race is on. What's this movie about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm into it though. Holy it's got shit. Arnold. It's got Arnold in it. Ah, uh, it's exciting. Yes. Our man Schwarzenegger. So we'll be back. We love, we love all the guys. Like Sinbad is bringing in this movie, bringing the heat. Yeah, Myron, Jake Lloyd, meh. Eh. Phil Hartman, yeah, big, big ass. time. Um, Excited to talk to you guys about the next episode. Yeah, though. they're gonna be fighting for the Turbo Man doll. Uh, the in our drama penultimate. 
penultimate episode coming your way <laughs> next week on Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger. So check it out. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell your <laughs> tell your hot aunt <laughs> to uh, look me up. <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, he needs it. He needs yeah, your help. Yes. And we'll be back. Uh. Santa, I make my runs about the break of day. They call me back, though, Santa. I make my runs about the break of day.